monthly podcast we do. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm one of your hosts, Funke, and I'm joined by Daniel. Hi. Farouk. I'm built like Big Bird. Funke. Hey, it's Funke. Max. <laughs> uh, right Twix or left Twix? Neither. I slap it out of your Whoa. hand. Malia. <laughs> Take me to the potato hole. Ooh. Now, what is the potato hole? Um, you know where they dump all the potatoes? Because no one's buying McDonald's fries anymore. They just all disappear. Whoa. Now. Did someone <laughs> say hole? Same hole. Same wow. hole. Actually, Same? there is a potato hole in all of our houses. You just have to find it. <laughs> wow. Hmm. I wonder if that's that smell. This is one yeah. of our educational segments on our podcast. But. I didn't know we had those. We do have a lot. Keep your ears open for um, okay. other very, very true researched facts. <laughs> uh, we have a lot. Thanks for that pitiful laugh. I. <laughs> oh my gosh! I was chuckling away from my mic. Hello. Um, a lot has happened in the since the past month. We recorded this. I, I'm. A lot has happened since the past month that we've recorded this. Um, that's exactly how I said it the last time. <laughs> I feel like I was sitting here all the time. I was sitting here earlier before I got on the mic and I was like writing things down that I wanted to talk about. And now that I look at them again, I'm like, what have I been consuming? Like, what is going on? I feel like the past month has been nuts and I've like dived into a lot of pop culture that I didn't think I would have before so i want to talk to you guys and figure out what you've been watching anyone i'm opening netflix oh god okay dating around is back like netflix uh, looking to see what I, what I let's talk about that <laughs> you don't remember what you were around. watching <laughs> oh yeah, yeah really. what no, 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 no. <clears throat> I do not remember what I've been watching, genuinely, actually, but I did watch recently Dating Around on Netflix. That show is back last season. Saw a lot of uh, adults going on dates with people, uh, and uh, that's basically what they're doing this season again. Just a bunch of adults going on dates with people. What are the and updates? What's noise. thrilling about season two? What's thrilling about season two? Absolutely nothing. Uh, they changed locations though. They're in New Orleans now. Last season they were in New York. Uh, that's pretty nice. Pretty city. You know? Yeah. Show's cool. I've literally, I've been inside. You know how it is. And, uh, I've been on Twitch mostly, honestly. Not been watching mm -hmm. shows. <laughs> so much shit happening on Twitch. Um, you were, you, you yeah. were talking about drama earlier. And <laughs> you guys didn't want to... <laughs> I feel like you didn't really want to talk about it, but could you sum it up in, like, a sentence? Uh, there's so much Twitch drama happening, but the most recent thing that's been happening is, uh, this XQC and, uh, Ninja Beef. And, um, I, I need to find this image, actually, that I saw, uh, Daniel retweet earlier today, which is hilarious. Hey, so. Just read it, just read it. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, give me two seconds to find this tweet. Take your um, time, take your time. <laughs> I have the link, I have the link. I'm just gonna drop in the Discord. 
Oh, perfect. That's even better. Okay, so, so, it's, so it's, it's an image of of this man, this really tanned like man. He's got this. He's got his arm around a woman who looks like Paris Hilton. She's very disinterested, and he's like super interested in what he's saying. So, the 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 caption is this. So then XQC replies, wait, wait, you know XQC? He's a Canadian streamer who used to play Overwatch. Anyways, he starts talking shit to Ninja's wife. Ninja? Yeah, he's also a streamer. <laughs> so, <laughs> basically, that's what happened today. XQC was talking shit to Ninja's wife because uh, he basically let the world know that people get paid to do charity streams on Twitch. And that's today's latest drama. I didn't know Ninja had a wife. Yeah, he has a wife. Just been married for a long time, actually. Does Ninja have a kid? I don't think so. Ninja child. I feel like you're gonna get like <laughs> Halloween I don't know what you're gonna get if you search that. <laughs> Halloween costumes. Okay, so good. Ninja has many kids. Uh, there's a new Ninja Kid um that's coming out actually. Uh, according to Ninja Kids TV, this video was uploaded in March 16th, 2019. Yeah, I'm glad you're on the case. When uh, when you're watching all these Twitch streams, what do you watch? Like, what's, what are the genres? Because um, I saw there's so many genres. There's a lot of just chatting, and that's what I've been into recently, honestly. Because uh, there's there's drama there, honestly. People are talking. There's a lot of People tea. Yeah, a lot of tea. <laughs> so they are recording their tea. Basically, yeah. What were you saying? Like just chatting is that like it, it it feels way different from like talk shows on TV because of Twitch chat, um, mm -hmm. and so, like the chat has like a live say in where the discourse goes, and you just like don't get that same thing from fucking ET Weekly or yeah. That was the ET theme song. Sorry. I, I wouldn't know. I, I believe you. <laughs> wow. I've never tuned into those. I feel like I've seen a couple of, or I've seen a lot of like Twitch drama videos, but they've always been after the fact and like, I don't know, kind of like a, a news brief of what happened, but I've never watched anything live and like been like, oh my gosh, what is, what is going on here? Um, oh, let me tell you it's riveting. Seeing that shit happen live in front of you. Huh. Yeah, it's addictive, honestly. Huh. It's, like, blown up, like, a lot recently. And you see that with, like, the rise of... What was the subreddit? Livestream fails? Or yeah, whatever? LSF, livestream fails. <laughs> <laughs> Which, like, is just a bunch of clips. It's, it's not just, like, livestream fails at this point anymore. It's just, like, clips. What's happening from... on Twitch right now? Exactly. How... Do they capture every single genre though or like are, do, are they mainly focused on gaming i'm i don't really know well it's like streaming. gamers on twitch who say dumb shit and people like clip it and put it on the the, the <laughs> subreddit damn i gotta check these out live stream fails this sounds like uh 2020 america's funniest home videos <laughs> <laughs> that's basically what it is or what it was for a while before it was just like just the news Nice. Malia, what you been watching? Well, now I'm, yeah, I've been looking at Netflix for the last while, just trying to figure out what I have been watching. Um, Why do you know, guys forget? 
I, you're right. I, sh- you know, you got me. I should write it down for moments exactly like these. <laughs> um, but because I do watch a fair amount of TV, I, uh, I feel like since we last spoke uh, on the pod, uh, watched both the Top Chef Canada and regular Top Chef All Stars mm. finales, um, which were. Both good. I don't know. I've been having a lot of thoughts about reality TV because it's really weird to watch reality TV right now because it was all filmed. Even it was filmed like sometimes as recently as like January, but it's just like Mm -hmm. another universe. So it's like this was all that was all happening in like the before. And so now I'm like, it's very odd, especially also because like. Uh, RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars was filmed like a full year ago like it was filmed last summer but so I've been watching that I've been watching RuPaul's Drag Race Top Top Chef mm-hmm. um, some documentaries I don't know I just sort of my parents have cable so it's really weird just like turning what on the TV I know it's just turning on the TV and being like hmm like what's on um, but I do have like an HBO channel Channel. and i've been watching some movies that like i would never think i would never go out of my way to watch but now i have seen them like um there was this movie called 21 that is about uh gambling it was from the early 2000s and the only reason that i know what it is is because it was one of the trailers that that would play before uh stick it which was a movie that i had on dvd i don't know if you remember Remember, but like DVDs would have like trailers for other movies, and so I'd watch yeah. Stick It so many times that I was like very familiar with this movie called Twenty One, and I watched it, and uh, it sucked. It was a horrible movie. It was a waste of two hours. No, um, which I can't you say I didn't thing? expect. I watched pretty much the whole thing. Um, yeah, yeah, and. Uh, what did I watch last night? Oh, last night I watched uh, Brooklyn, which was the movie that starred Saoirse Ronan from 2015. Um, and it really made my heart hurt in a lot of ways. Um, an excellent oeuvre in the short man propaganda uh, film canon. Uh, she falls in love with a man that is a solid two inches shorter than her, which I chose to overlook. Wow. Um, yeah. Good for this, this canon you're talking about, what else is in this? This it's world of short men. prolific. It's prolific. The last season of Sex and the City is just rife with short man propaganda. Oh my gosh. Every single man, every single, each of the four <laughs> Sex in the City girls are with a man who is her height or shorter. And I'm like, they can't keep getting away with Oh, Maria, I have a question actually pertaining to uh fucking Sex in the City, okay? Yeah. So, Carrie, I'm on season two right now. Does she oh. stay with Mr. Vig or or what's good with it? It's that? on and off. Max. I can't. Yeah, I can't spoil. Like, they it literally resolves itself in the last episode of the show. So I oh my like of the God. entire series. So okay. I can't tell you. Mm-hmm. Um, Here's but my season. I don't yeah. like him. You're not really supposed to. Um, 
Yeah, no, it's season two is probably the best season. Season two and season three, until she starts dating Aiden, I think is like my favorite part of the whole series. Malia, um, yeah, I'm pretty sure you told me that Biggs is like a, a billionaire and not yeah. like I just didn't even realize it. But, the, but then watching <laughs> the show, knowing that he's like so stacked and such a dummy, it was actually <laughs> irking me. When Carrie so funny that like you have no idea what he does yeah, and yeah. I think it's really interesting and I think it's actually really like cool storytelling that you know so much of Big's character is ambiguous and it really once you have watched the series enough times which I have um, you sort of realize I mean there's this conspiracy that Big isn't even real uh, and that he was just like this figment of Carrie's imagination, um, because like the girls like because you would always bail on going to see like hang out with the other girls, and so they were like, "Is it even real?" And um, just because you have no idea, I mean, you don't find out until the very last episode what his real name is. So mm. he just goes by Big the entire show. Wait, so it's wait, like, that wasn't like a a thing or like. They weren't like he didn't tell his name to Carrie. Is my question. No, I bet <laughs> or... she did know his name. Okay. Um, it's really funny because they make like allusions to it sometimes. I don't want to spoil too much of the show, but there is one point mm. when they're off again and they go out for lunch though because they're trying to be friends and fail. The scene <laughs> opens when when Carrie's like like we went out for lunch and uh, usually I would make the reservation in his name, but. Because we're friends now, I made the reservation in my name because that's what friends do. Um, which the idea of making uh, reservations at a restaurant is just a completely foreign concept to me entirely. So I can't say that was a relatable moment. But so then she—that's a very convenient way for them having to get out of the fact that they like don't have to say his name that way. They were like, "This is one thing that we have to make it." So I think, yeah, I could. I'm, this isn't a Sex in the City podcast. I'm... No, but I'm interested. I'm curious about this guy. Like, yeah. you do want to learn more about him. And so people sort of have this idea that it's a reflection of, like, sort of how self-involved Carrie is, is that you pretty much don't know anything about Big except for how she conceptualizes him in her own writing. And, mm. like, and from what you can tell, like, she isn't necessarily concerned of what he does insofar as it like inconveniences her and it's like and it's not something that she understands and it's not a world that she's part of and she really likes to play up the fact that she's like different because mm -hmm. she has wavy hair and other girls that he dated <laughs> have straight hair she stands um, out but yeah love her for that do you like it max I'm. I literally love that show. Like that show is Thank great. <laughs> I understand the love for it. Like <clears throat> the fan devotion. It's. It's. The aesthetics superb. are also just insanely good. Oh I my just... god! The fits. Follow the Instagram. Follow the Instagram. Yeah. Follow every outfit on SATC. It's. They're also just like really cool admins for the page, but they do. You find out some really interesting stuff about like the background between because they also patricia field she's like really big in the new york fashion scene and she was the head mm. costume designer and so like there was a lot of effort and time and thought put into 
creating the costumes and the looks. And sometimes they're so good, and sometimes they're so, so bad. But <laughs> everybody always says that Miranda's the one who has, like, the shittiest, like, outfit, like, the shittiest <laughs> wardrobe. Uh-huh. But I, the things that people cite as her worst fits are, like, my favorites like when she's wearing giant overalls or this there's this one time where she's wearing like a really thin blue like mesh fabric hoodie and then she has a bucket hat on over top of it and she's wearing like like straight legged like dickies or something it's like the most insane outfit you've ever seen it looks so so good but then you wonder then i begin to wonder do they actually look good or are they all (laughs) just a hundred pounds so it's just like you have to think a little bit. True. Mm. Mm-hmm. Anyway. I like it. We need it. to move on. We need to move oh, on. Oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> uh, okay. Farouk, what have you been watching? Please don't say Sex oh. in the City. No, I have not. Um... <laughs> but you have. But you have been, too. You're not of my... Too. Not actively. But I've been seeing a few movies... Um, not all of them good. Um, I saw Ratatouille. Yes. Oh, wait. The, <laughs> Ratatouille spin-off the thing 44-minute ripoff of Ratatouille <laughs> about a rat chef named Marcel Point. One of the worst things I've ever oh seen in my, my life. It's Ratatouille. so bad. Um, that was a regret. There's a What is it about? Not... Huh? What is it about? It's about a chef named Marcel Toyn. He runs a restaurant in Brazil. It's really important that he's in Brazil. Uh, it's uh-huh. not. But he runs a restaurant, and the critics are raving about how good his restaurant is and how good the food is, and nothing happens. That's it. That's <laughs> it's 44 minutes. The first 20 minutes is dedicated to dialogue where all the rats are just talking about the menu. Like, I'll do, should I get the pasta? That goes on for 20 minutes out of a 44 minute movie. It's so bad. Why I, did you watch that at all? I was, it was five in the morning. <laughs> um, it was really funny to laugh at with friends while it was on, but it's really bad. Highlight of the movie, there's one part where I think a dad rat asks his kid rat if he wants the pasta with cheese, and the <laughs> kid rat goes, yes, daddy, I love cheddar. Um, uh-huh. so that might have been the best part. I have a question. What parts match up to Ratatouille? There's a rat chef, <laughs> and he goes into a human kitchen to get ingredients. That's it? Because that's what makes his food better. That's the secret of his technique. Ingredients. He gets, he gets better ingredients <laughs> for food, whereas all the other rats are eating trash, which is, I guess, Remy's whole thing in Ratatouille. Came what? out the same year. Um, which also, one came out first? Cast, I, I'm assuming Ratatouille. Um, or they announced Ratatouille, and they animated this in, like, a month. <laughs> because it's not very well done. Um also, the entire cast of Yu-Gi-Oh! is in this movie as the voice actors. Wait, I didn't that. Legitimately? It's really funny. Yeah. Uh, I guess you'll do anything as a voice actor. Um, but, yeah. Uh, so that was really bad. Another thing I watched... Um, I watched Mother, the one with Jennifer Lawrence. For the first that, time? Yeah, first time. 
everyone apparently hates that movie. I forget who was talking to me about it. Somebody wanted to know what my thoughts on it were somewhere. I forget. I don't know if it was one of y'all, but I finally watched it. It's fine. I think I'm the first person You're to so be You're so brave for saying that. It's... I'm the. Fr I feel like everyone I've talked to, it's like one of those polarizing movies where people are like, "I loved it" or "I hated it." I think it's fine. Um, it's whatever. It's nothing special, but I don't think it's bad. Um, it's worth one watch, and it's entertaining while it's on. I don't think it's the people who love it who think it's brilliant. It's not. It's like creative writing 101. It's not like that deep. I think that's my biggest issue with it. Is like. It's just an al it's just a metaphor for something else, and then after thinking about it for five minutes, there's not much else to digest or analyze, so it gets a little it's a little disappointing in that regard. Um, but it's fine, like it's it's entertaining while it's on. Watch it once, it's cool. Mm. Um, yeah. I hated that shit. I I don't know, like it it jumps around so much. I think the the, the what I will say is before the third act where everything goes to shit. I think the first two acts of that movie are great. Before it mm. makes it clear that it's a metaphor for something else, that shit was genuinely freaking me out. Where it's like, why the fuck are these people in her house? Yeah. And why are they so mean? Like, and why is her husband just letting them do this? And you're like genuinely so put off guard. Like this, they're just, I'm just so uncomfortable. And then it's like, oh, okay. It's like this really means that. Yeah, God that part. Earth. That part did bother me. But like, if 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 it wasn't just a metaphor for something else, and it was just a creepy horror movie. Yeah. If it just continued down that route for the third act, I would have been super into it. Because I thought the first two acts were genuinely very uncomfortable. Like I thought he did a great job, freaking me out. I was like, what the fuck is going on? And then the second you realize, it's like, ah, oh, come on. But whatever. That's a nice read. You made me. Yeah. No, I never wanted to rewatch that movie, but if it, if I have the chance again, I will give mm -hmm. it a look. I'll give it a look. But yeah, because I think it's well directed. Like I think it's Jennifer Lawrence's best performance. I don't like her in anything else. Really. You don't like her in the Hunger Games? No, I don't care. <laughs> For a minute there, we were talking about Mother, and I thought we were talking about Ratatouille, and you're like, oh, it's pretty good. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, the other movie I want to talk about, just because I actually noticed it's uh, like kind of trending. Um, there's this movie called Love. It recently came to Netflix. Real original America. name. Yeah. It came to at, at least American Netflix. I don't know where else. There's is this trend on show TikTok. with uh, Jillian from Community? Isn't that no. show? No. Anyway, there's a... There's this trend going on on TikTok right now where people are reacting to the first 10 seconds of this movie and being like, what the fuck? And then everybody's like, oh my God, I gotta go see. And then, you know, they do that. Cause you can't show, cause if you watch it, you can't put that kind of content on TikTok. But it's this Gaspar Noe movie for anyone. Wait, sir, what is that? What is the TikTok thing? I don't get it. Like what? So it's a trend. It's just like, react to love it's like a react thing i've been seeing a lot of uh, popular tiktokers people in the comments keep being like react to love react to love so you go on netflix you click on love you watch the first 10 seconds of the movie and you have the camera on your face and so not they see your reaction and that's like content right now on tiktok um feels like advertising yeah basically it's basically advertising but it it works because everybody is freaking out about this movie um 
It's a Gaspar Noé movie, and Gaspar Noé is one of those film directors that is makes fucked up shit. So all of his movies are very extravagant and ridiculous and extreme in some way. They're very graphic. He made Enter the Void, right? He made Enter the Void, I think. He made Irreversible. He made the movie Climax. He made a few films. Um, I don't know what else. But he made this movie Love, and I actually hadn't seen Love. So it's one of his films that I haven't seen. But uh, I wouldn't wouldn't recommend this director to anybody. Like, very... (laughs) What? Like he's not for the faint of heart. Like he does fucked up shit in his movies. Like his movies are very like if like not for a weak stomach. Like for anyone who's seen Mother and the third act of Mother and how graphic that gets. Like don't watch if you don't like that. Definitely don't watch a No Way movie. His movies are ridiculous and extreme. They're like also if you know Lars von Trier, that director, he does a lot of fucked up shit in his movies too. Um, if you don't if you know anything about him, you won't like No Way either. But anyway, Can- this is a long winded way of me saying I watched this movie and it's awful. It is so bad. It is one of the worst fucking movies I've ever seen in my life. And it was so awful to get. It was such a chore to get through. Um, I like some of his movies. Like, his movies are not easy to watch, but some of his movies are, like, pretty good. Like, some of them are well-made, and some of them, like, are very intense, but, like, are stomachable. Like, Mm -hmm. if I would recommend any movie, it would be his movie Climax, which is his most recent film. I actually think that movie's really, really good and doesn't do anything too heinous from what I remember, but, like, still gives you the same effect of, like, just intense, like, it's a horror, thriller type thing. Yeah. Um, so it still gives you that same feeling without being awful. So you're telling me Gaspar Noe directed no. the Usher song Climax? No. no. Official music video? No. He's really good. Um, no. Can so I have a anyway, question. Can somebody pull this movie up and watch the first 10 seconds and I want to hear someone's reaction to it? It's on on American Netflix, yeah. So if you want to watch... He says it's called Love. It's called Love. It's a movie. I'm watching. Apparently I've watched a third of this movie already. I think I stopped watching at some point, like three years ago. Hold on. It just came on Netflix. Three years ago? Yeah, yeah. I've seen like 41 minutes of this. (laughs) It was on Netflix. It just came to Netflix like a week ago. That's weird that I've seen. Okay, okay. Whoa, what the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> 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 see this. What? There you go. <laughs> and now you know. Um, what happened? I'm very curious. It's not on Canadian. No. Uh, okay, I'm on. gonna look on YouTube first. Ten seconds of. You? Oh, it's definitely not. You can't see that on YouTube. That is not allowed on YouTube. Okay. Um. Um, but anyway, my point first is this. First NS and it's seconds of love. Okay, okay. On YouTube, or did you find it somewhere else? Okay, I found a reaction video. Oh, okay. This is this is horrible for podcast listeners. Let's cut to a clip of this. Um, yeah, no, we can watch it later. Sorry, we don't have to talk about this. Uh, no, but I just wanted to say I watched the whole movie because it was one of his No Ways films that I haven't seen. It's easily his worst movie. It's so bad. It's, like, supposed to be the movie. It's called Love because he wanted to actually make a movie about love and, like, tenderness, so he wanted to be all sentimental. And it is so fucking shitty. Like, it is... He is awful, apparently, at being in touch with his feelings. I, he's a man, so I'm not surprised. But, like, Jesus Christ, like, this is so bad. Like, everything about this movie is terrible. It's the worst movie about love I've ever seen. 
like oh my god it's so bad like i don't i don't even know where to start what makes it so bad like how does it miss the mark i mean it's just like he's trying to be tender and sentimental but it's like horribly written the dialogue is awful the way the movie starts is just like you learn like basically it's a guy who cheated on his girlfriend and now she broke up with him and it's just him wallowing and wanting her back isn't she and like, like pregnant no, bro, shit. like that's it like yeah. you don't and he doesn't exp he doesn't like try to make it so it's like oh but she fucked up too and they actually had a really complicated no they just had a shitty relationship no. there's no empathy for either of them it just sucks like good she Aren't left. they french too or something yeah the girl's french she's, american. she's an american film student who's tra traveling in europe yeah, and his favorite movie is 2001 a space odyssey yeah. and family kubrick is his idol like it's so just cringy and cliche like okay like here's a line of dialogue i remember that was just awful there's a line that's supposed to be serious he goes the penis is for one thing fucking and i fucked <laughs> it all the way up and that's supposed to be like poetic. Period. First of all, that's not even true. You pee out of that thing. Hello? Hello? Did anybody think before writing that line? It's not even right. And, I, and he's just like laying on his bed solemnly oh wishing God. he had his girl back saying shit like that to himself in his head. It's awful. Like that's the whole movie. It's just him in his own head being like, oh, I, I cheated on her, but I want her back. Ugh. And that's it for two hours, and it fucking sucks. And he's some self-insert white guy protagonist. He's oh my god, I hated that movie. Damn, I'm sorry you watched that. So don't. So anybody who's seen the TikTok trend, don't watch. It's uh, like watch the first ten seconds and react if you want. The okay, and like if you want a giveaway to like what is supposed to make this movie special and gives you an idea for No Way as a director, um. The, the way so he wanted to showcase love in an authentic form on film so what he did is he had um what is it called unsimulated sex scenes meaning most of the time in movies when you see a sex scene it's acted out they're not actually having sex in this movie every sex scene you see in the movie they're actually having sex Ugh. so like most of the time they're like moaning or whatever and making the movements but nobody's doing anything to someone else but in this movie the actors are actually fucking stop and that was supposed to be his way of being like i'm showcasing love it's just stupid like it's boring like after the first shot like i don't care the sex is boring who cares can you tell the difference yes absolutely well they're straight up dick in this movie so that's another thing oh, okay so, like, <laughs> um, like, also you okay. see people like come and you see everything like you see everything whoa, there's no whoa, hiding whoa whoa so in a movie? Like Netflix friendly porn? Yeah, basically like it's like it's like if you put porn videos in a movie. Like that's what it is. Mm -hmm. But the movie sucks and because I don't care about the characters or anything going on, I don't care about them having sex. Like I don't care. So it just sucks. Movie sucks. Shit. You did enjoy Farouk. Huh? What was something that you did enjoy watching? Did I enjoy a movie? I mean I thought Mother was fine uh i didn't not enjoy it um i saw the original candy man that was pretty good i'm excited for the new candy man with jordan peele producing nia DaCosta directing that one looks fire that one looks scary as fuck and apparently it takes place <laughs> like literally 30 years after the original because like the actress first of all the actress oh. from the original from like 1990 whatever 
is in the trailer and she's in that in the new one mm -hmm. she hasn't aged a day like it's so scary <laughs> like yeah. if you watch the original and then you watch the trailer she looks the same that, so that's crazy that movie's gonna hit so hard yeah i'm excited for that one because the original is pretty good and i think the new one looks scary as fuck so the original is so bloody though like yeah. it is nuts but th those sequences those like dream sequences i cannot even think of another sequence that i enjoyed that much like it just was so mm -hmm. put together so well with the bees too i'm like yeah this is what i want to see the bees Dang. they got bees um daniel bees? what's up what you been on what you been watching playing oh we've all been talking about movies the whole time and i've watched two movies that i really want to talk about um and i like both of them a lot. Uh, the first one, I think I watched it like two or three weeks ago. Um, it's called Night is Short, Walk on Girl. Yes. And it's so good. It was directed by um, Masaki Yuasa, who's done uh, like Devil Man Cry Baby, um, Tatami Galaxy, Galaxy, Move Over the Wall, Ping Pong. Like, it's just like hyper stylized um, like uh, anime. Uh, so, uh, Night is Short, Walk on Girl, it's like, it's a very absurd movie. Um, and, and it's like magic realism. Um, blah 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 but it starts yeah. off with this girl who decides that she wants to go on a pub crawl because um and like and just drink as much as possible and <laughs> she can like slam down drinks and that's yeah, what right. she's basically doing for the first half of the movie is just like out drinking everyone she bumps into and just like being completely normal and like being like the most fun person to be around and it it, it evolves from there uh let me i'm looking at the top review on Letterboxd, and I think it sums it up nicely. Um, this thing by Matthew Lee says, Perhaps the only film ever to include a pub crawl, a ten-minute musical number, a natural disaster sequence, an army of cowboys <laughs> fighting a crowd of politicians, a Slav squad, and somehow, um, and still somehow is uh, pretty coherent and unironically amazing. And I think it's, it is that. It just, like, it celebrates joy and mm -hmm. being very loving and caring for each other. Um, and the musical number at the end is just like the most golden thing ever. I would say that it's worth it just for that alone, but it's also worth it for just like the three different arcs that are in it. Um, it's just a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. And I needed that because everything else I've been doing is just like all the games I've been playing, I've been me grinding and doing really shitty on things and being miserable. And I needed, I needed something love what <laughs> what games have you been playing <laughs> sorry what games have you been playing well it's like monster hunter finally beat yeah. that the team uh like that is story. great to hear i'm proud of you guys <laughs> i think we years. we've had old ass podcasts where we're like monster hunter <laughs> literally for two years ago <laughs> Time to beat Monster Hunter, guys. Oh, yeah. Um, and we're doing that again now. We bought Iceborne. Um, it's like a whole other game on top of the base game. And it's fucking oh, yeah. crazy and it's cool as hell. And I'm having so much fun with it so far because I really found my niche, I think, this time. Uh, I picked up the Great Sword and it's just like, yes. Ooga Booga. I hit for 500. All my friends are hitting for like 20 or 30. Um, and it's great. Um, Wait, you could yeah. be onto something. I'm saying. I'm I'm saying it. it's really, really cool, uh, and I'm trying out like other weapons too. I'm like finding different niches depending on the weapons that I'm using, mm -hmm. and 
it just it feels so dynamic and um a lot more flexible just because okay well with the people i play with i play with uh our friends kevin elijah uh friends of the pod um and we've all kind of settled into our own little niches elijah's played the game for like ages at this point he, he's been more consistent than both me and kev and everyone else on this call <laughs> yes <laughs> so uh, it's really interesting that elijah pays uh, attention to you on hunts like uh elijah will pay attention to the environment on a map so say we like land in this forest right the first thing he's looking out for is like what kinds of um bugs are in the area that we can activate to trigger different buffs or whatever really and, um, is there like this like, guy's looking at that it's crazy. Oh, he's labbing, what the hell? He's got like an eye for it, and he like memorizes the maps. Um, <laughs> so he's like, yeah, we're going to this room, and there are rocks in the ceiling, so if we get the monster under these rocks, we can just shoot those big stalagmites or stalactites, whichever one's the one on the ceiling, and make it fall on these monsters and deal big damage. And that's his thing, um, on top of just um, putting on consistent damage. Knowing how to play. And knowing how to play. Um, Kev, I've heard that's how you're supposed to play. I know, but... <laughs> I don't do that because I, I don't it's, have a... It also doesn't encourage you to really do that. At the start, it's like, oh, these are things that you can press. Carry on. Like, it's <laughs> not like, all right, use this toad over here. Jump on that bug. But you could really tie those together and do something. That sounds sick. And it works. It's, it's really helpful because, like, both Kev and I, we take on more, like, damage rolls. Uh, Kev uses insect waves, so they're jumping around and just trying to get mounts on trying to get buffs with their weapon and it, it's a nice like consistent damage dealer uh, and mounter mounts set up for um like after you complete a mount you knock the monster over and it's vulnerable to get hit for like a good 10 seconds mm -hmm. and kev is just like the most consistent at setting that up so we have like elijah doing the environmental damage to sometimes incapacitate monsters and kev does the same thing wow and me i use the great sword and i just go in and try and cut off tails and i try to like damage claws break faces break wings and it just everything meshes so well with all of us um the way you got me jonesing for some monster hunter right now oh <laughs> my gosh i need to get on that again it's so great like um we we played Re uh remnant of the ashes a bunch of times together and we still haven't beat it but um i think it's kind of got it it's way more dynamic than how remnant is just like okay one person takes like the heal buff on their gun and another person um or and they're using like the sniper and another person's got the axe and they're mainly the melee guy like it it's way deeper than that and mm -hmm. everything just feels so natural in there um like the biology and the ecology i'm pretty sure check out just <laughs> it's great it feels nice to be outside again <laughs> uh, with my boys you're inside bro i'm inside you're but anything. i'm outside hmm <laughs> You, I guess you are exploring a whole ecosystem every time you go into there. It's full of monsters, full of monsters, but like it's still working. It's living. Like they eat each other. Like the Dude's mosquitoes. Out their PS4 for roaches. Be like. <laughs> be like what? Be like. There's a whole ecosystem in there. They're living. <laughs> they're so eating good. each other. <laughs> there's a whole world in there. That's so fucked up. You got me thinking about. Like, when, when dudes like that unplug their PS4, dudes with cockroaches in there, because the cockroaches think, like, oh, man, landlord killed the tower again. <laughs> <laughs> Has anyone here had a cockroach in my PS4 rent-free? 
<laughs> Has anyone ever found one in their PS4? I've never, thank no, God. No, no, not inside of my PS4, no. Oh, thank God. <laughs> On I've top of it? I've never seen a roach in my home, ever. <laughs> Me neither. Um, yeah, I, speaking about roaches, PlayStation 5. Have you guys seen it? I've heard of it. No. I don't know her. I've heard of her. <laughs> I really can't wait to see how many roaches can fit inside a PS5, though, honestly. I want to see how many beans you can fit inside a PS5. Okay. Why? Why? I feel like, okay. So, I have my controller here. It's translucent, right? This would be a nice... The PS4, it's, it's white. It's got a nice clear or a ps5 sorry i said ps4 it's got a nice clear veneer nice nice finish i'd like to see what the beans how they interact with that interface you know mm-hmm. maybe it would look like a marble countertop this and then i'll just eat my beans on top of it with my spoon has anybody <gasps> ever cooked something on top of a PS4 I was when it's been on for like a long time? Like, I, feel like, I feel like if you like poured like a little pancake batter on it or something, it would like yes. make a nice little pancake. Yeah, I crack an egg on top and make a little omelette on my PS5. My cockroach omelette. Protein. <laughs> <laughs> I like how the PS5 looks. What did you say, Farouk? I like how it looks. Really? I don't think it looks bad. Mm. I like the white. I think it looks cool. Yeah. I don't have and... an opinion on the style. This is the future. Fuck, I guess so. Also, those games. Are <laughs> big, yeah. so games... I'm not a gamer, but like I might have to convert. Those games they <laughs> Which... announced were so fucking cool. <laughs> Which the one's popped one. Stray? Okay, okay. Here, here's my quick like fire off rapid fire list project athia looks sick stray looks sick kenna bridge of spirits looks fucking awesome i want that game so bad that showed up the lights so well solar ash looks cool little devil inside looks cool the new resident evil with like werewolves or something looks cool Mm -hmm. and vampires and vampires i don't understand what the fuck happened in that can someone explain the story of resident evil why did that happen but Oh, are you baiting me here? I will say the <laughs> entire story. Maybe okay. After the podcast, I genuinely want it to you, I will. you to explain it to me. But like, yeah, it's I don't really interesting. Baby. I want, I want the new one. But yeah, specifically, I would say out of all of the, like, I want, I definitely want all of those. But Kenna Bridge of Spirits looks awesome. Like, I want that game so bad. Where did I? So I'm getting a PS5. I really liked the Horizon Zero. Dawn. Or wait, it's the next one, right? It's not that one. The new Horizon, Horizon trailer. I forgot the. <laughs> I forgot the name of it. I forgot. Yeah, the Animal Crossing New Horizons PS5 trailer was. Really yeah. Cool. <laughs> LFG. Yeah, that was actually one of my favorite gaming events ever. Like, just sitting down, ten minutes before, and it, I can't even remember the number. It was like four hundred thousand people watching this early. I'm like, y'all are some nerds. But I'm there too. We're all nerds. <laughs> Look at us watching the PS4 turn into a PS5. Um, and I also liked how it didn't have any hosts. Like it was just yeah. I think that was smart. Games to games to games to games. And I feel like they tried that at an E3 either last year or two years ago, and it hit. So COVID kind of forced them to do that again. But I don't know. It was very effective 
and keeping me just like interested. Like at the start, they did GTA Five again, <laughs> which is like, <laughs> what's fucking? Going? If you have, they're releasing it for free, right? That's what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. They are forcing people to play this game. It's like that U2 album that was on our phones. Do you know, I literally woke up from a nap two weeks ago. Like, why did that? Why do I know that album's name? Like, why do I know the art of it, too, when I close my eyes? It's God, that's so sad. Wait, what was the name of that album? I don't even know. It was like, it was like unknown. Fuck, no. It was like 2005. No idea. U2 free album. Shit's called Songs of Innocence. There it is. Oh, this one. Innocence. I never listened. Yeah, I I think I was in Ethiopia at the time, so I didn't even get the Overwhelmer book, which was pretty blessed. I did a thing where I removed it from my library, but like the album was still there, like the art, but none of the songs were in my library. That's so, so evil of them. <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> That's so get it out. Up. Take it off. Take it off. I don't want it. Um, oh, I want to talk about quickly what I've been doing. I've been watching The Sopranos. Ooh, and, I mentioned that. Yeah. And uh, what a show. I don't have too much to say about it. It's an old-ass show. But I really hate how it handles some things. So cringe old Italian man. Like, just making the worst takes I've ever seen. But... Sometimes there will be outfits on that show that just really are so amazing. Like, I've, they don't even mention it, but because there's so much going on in the plot, but like the outfits just stand out and kind of control the scene. I'm like, wow, like you are flexing right now. You don't even know it. Um, but the show is a pretty good meditation on masculinity and mental health. Like, that's a huge theme throughout all of season one, and it seems like it's continuing on to season two which is quite interesting because I didn't know what the show was about, but it is, as I've said to you guys before, but like it's a show about a mobster with panic attacks. So if that sounds interesting to you, check it out. Check it out. It's uh, some relatable content. It's a nice one. Um, oh, what did you say? Where are you watching it? Oh, on this guy Max's HBO Max. I see. Yes, sir. HBO okay. Max is so good. It's not even in Canada. I have to use a bleep um, <laughs> to, to use it. Is it on Crave? Because my brother has Crave, and I think it's on our Apple TV. I don't know, because Crave, Crave is merging with something, but I don't know what. I think CTV. Wait, what's what's Crave? A Canadian H streaming yeah, service. It's oh, okay, HBO. Cool. It's like HBO Max, but also they have like Showtime. And Ooh, like a bundle? Yeah, kinda. Yeah. yeah. It's sick. And like they like with that that was how I was watching well I mean Insecure is HBO, but it's like it's convenient because they like upload at the same time that it airs, so it's like you, you can just watch it online. Just Wait, saying. do y'all have so. Hulu in Canada? No. no. Okay, okay. Americans be like, my Hulu. What <laughs> is it? I, I, Americans be like, I just got uh, Postmates, and now I'm gonna watch Hulu and um, and, and 
Americans be like, oh, I woke up and I checked my Venmo to see my money that my yeah, friends sent. Yeah, me for that Postmates that we got. This yeah. is my cash app. I'm so happy that you guys outnumbered. I didn't know y'all didn't have, I knew about Venmo. I didn't know about, or I knew about Hulu. I didn't know y'all didn't have Postmates. Yeah. Yeah. Do what even, is it they just like, is it, what is it? It's just like they just Postmates? do stuff for you? you it's like, it's it's a, wait, okay, it's you ask, but it just has different options, honestly. It's just another food delivery, delivery. app. It's just yeah. another one. One where, like, you pay someone to wait in line for you and stuff. TaskRabbit. Yeah, TaskRabbit. I don't know that I one. I didn't even know that's a thing. <laughs> that might be that's Canadian so exclusive. Who knows? TaskRabbit? I didn't know Canadian Yeah, no, they that. don't have it here. I just, like, read about it. Oh, okay. It's like you pay someone to do errands for you. Damn, yeah. that sounds like a I mean, dream. Honestly. There are like I'm trying to be that person. I don't know what I don't know. What or like you pay there someone for that too. You like pay someone to come to your house and change a light bulb. Yes, I to want to be. That People person. do that though. Oh like... my gosh. It's not just like <laughs> a job. Like yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait. Just like a regular ass dude come in and fix your thing? Yeah. Or is he trained? I mean, I that. think. My, wow. my roommate has an app that where it's like you can get, it's ba it's basically like putting up a Craigslist ad, but it's through an app where it's like, I need help moving. If you have a, and then like you list all the stuff you need moved and then people with trucks are on the app and will like sign on and you pay them to help you move mm. and shit. There's an app for that, you know? Uh, wait, Farouk, I just saw a really funny picture, and I want you to describe it on pod, please. Why do you I want I just sent it in an editor lounge. Okay, so... <laughs> okay, so imagine the dad... You know that meme? It's like the dad who walks in on his gamer son. He goes, are you winning, son? But it's the dad walking in, and it's the panopticon. <laughs> which is... Uh, and you know the dad is basically the guard, wow. and he's in the middle, wa walking in, being like, "Are you winning, prisoners?" <laughs> Jeez. I when did you ever need this? When would this? I ever don't be know I don't any think... context where this would be helpful. The gamer panopticon. Well, this is. I don't think it's for utility. I think this is just art on its own. Like we're looking at it. I think it's just a statement. I don't know what it said, what it means, but it is. I like the idea of a gamer panopticon. It's a gamer house. Yeah, that's Xbox Live. Gamer. When all the kids are gamers, and at any given moment the dad could walk in on them gaming, but yeah. you don't know for sure. What is your the gamers watch each other? Also, I have a yeah, huge I'm question. Just... What's it? What's up? You know these memes we like that are templates that are edited over, mm -hmm. like like this yeah. one, like the one where like today I will. Hmm. Yes. What is your like true version of that? Like, what is the one that you, to you, is the apex of those memes? What is the funniest meme template? I know. I guess like when you think of the hmm today I will, what uh, which one do you think of first? Because there are like f fifty. <laughs> you know. Specifically for hmm today I will. Yeah, or or other ones as well. Like this one. Are you winning, son? I remember I saw one. That was like drain gang oriented, and it was just like crushing rocks. Well, you know the one yeah. where, I mean, for the hmm today I will. I always think of 
how he cries at the end. Mm. <laughs> oh yeah, that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a bunch um, of ones where he cries. Yeah, where he's like reflecting on himself and he's like. Yeah. How did you find that so quickly? Let's cut to a quick. Who ruled who today? I will. I like this one. I also like. Very I think nice you posted. You posted one earlier, where um, he like just goes into hell or something. Yeah. Today I will experience terror. I don't know if I said this before the podcast, but anything that's Sisyphusian related is really funny to me. Mm-hmm. Like, mm, today I will push this boulder up a cliff. Like, Wait, Daniel, what? this one's funny on its own. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> what is happening? We will include these in the episode description. But the... This looks like the Blade Exeter cover. <laughs> the last one is scary. Yeah. Like The last one is like, yeah, scary. This is scary. It's a template. I want to print that out and put it on my wall. It's Exeter. <laughs> Be in your mind. The guy at the top right just chilling. I don't know what you're saying, Max. You're scaring me. Oh, let me show you. Okay. So, Blade. No, 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 no. Blade. no we're not cutting to that clip. <laughs> we're not cutting to that clip. All right. We won't I will burn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Today I will. <laughs> I should post more religious jokes on Twitter. Those are shit. Yeah, what you, you got any right now? I don't want to. I I'll tell y'all after the podcast. <laughs> you think these people are gonna steal your tweet? <laughs> I don't know. Tweet. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. True. Who knows? Because I don't know when I want to tweet it. <laughs> Max, you're actually right. This <laughs> looks like that Kirby boss. You know the one with like the detached head and the hands. I I hate, this must be so boring for a listener. Like we're just talking about images that can't see. You can <laughs> look it up, Blade Exeter. If you're not Drake Gang, I don't know what to say. DG for life, man. DG for life. For the people who aren't DG for life, it's okay. I'm here for you. <laughs> Hit my Thank DM. Thank you. Ladies, if you're not Drake Gang, it's okay. Hit my DM. <laughs> this guy, Necrodius. Everyone, look up Necrodius from Kirby. How do you spell that? <laughs> you don't have to oh, look yeah. it up. Yo. Yeah, this this death this is this... like Exeter. This is like high son, bruh, daughter or something. <laughs> the <Crodius laughs> Today I'll push a big red button. I want to use this in a tweet. The master hand. Crazy this looks hand. scary. What is that position? <laughs> That's so uncomfortable. Why is the middle finger like that? I don't think I can do that with my fingers. Bisexuals yeah. be like... It's just really hard. <laughs> this hurts. <Sorry. laughs> this looks like I have to count the fingers to make sure there's five there. Yeah, that looks like way more than five fingers. It looks like a spider. <sighs> oh my gosh. Uh... <laughs> you, should... you guys got me down this rabbit This yeah. is an audio medium. I'm going to let I'm sorry. Guys, I'm, let's uh, segue to something else. Is there anything I, else we want to Yeah. Music. There's a lot of music in the past month and a half. And I think yeah. a lot of music fights we can talk about. And by a lot, I mean one. No Name versus J. Cole. Oh. oh that happened. Yeah. We want to talk about that? Um, What happened with that? Do we, I feel like I've we've spoken about No Name on here before and appreciation for her but what happened with j cole i don't like j cole i don't like j cole i especially don't like him after this mm-hmm. um 
so he dropped a song called Snow on the Bluff. And in the song, he basically references a woman he found on Twitter trying to educate people. And based on the lyrics, people uh, theorized it was No Name because he's talking about books and reading in it. He references that. So it's like, oh, No Name has a book club. He must be talking about No Name. And he was basically tone policing her and complaining about the way she is a leader and the way, and he's like, oh, I'm just an average IQ guy. I don't get it. Can you hold my hand a little more when talking about these issues? And this is his like political song because a lot of people have been dropping political tracks in the midst of everything going on. So this was his version of a political song instead of actually talking about anything going on. He was like, let me complain about me and how insecure I am. And oh, I'm just a simple man. Can you be nice to me? And then after he dropped the song and a bunch of people on Twitter were like, yo, you're whack for this, he uh, made a Twitter thread just being like, yeah, I meant every word, but also shout out No Name. Also, I never wanted to be a leader, and I don't read. So, (laughs) okay. Um, And then No Name dropped a song, Mad Lib Produced. Um, It's a minute long, and literally she says all she needs to say, which is like, really, in the midst of all these people dying and protests and police brutality, all you had to say was to talk about yourself and this? This is all you had? This is what's going on? Yeah, and to say, like, that she's being too mean about it? Yeah, like, that was his, like, boo-hoo, like, come on, man. And, yeah, so in my mind, she won. Also, the beat is better, and, yeah, she actually made points. Meanwhile, he was just dumb, so... It was just really whack on all fronts. It was like gaslighting 101, damn near. Because mm. it's like, like he has built his whole career off of being woke. Like that's his whole thing. Like he, he has whether he wants to or not, but it's he has fake. made himself into a leader. That's his whole brand. And then you want to be like, first of all, if you don't want to be a leader, why are you giving no name advice on how to be a leader? Mm-hmm. And then, but you are a leader based on your whole career, but then you're going to go on Twitter and be like, actually, I'm not a leader. I don't read. Also, he went to college. I don't understand how he thinks. Like, like nobody, no name, like, has been doing this from the ground up. Like, she did not go to college. She's not, she's, like, learning and, like, holding herself accountable as much as anybody else. And you don't need to be super smart to get some of these issues and he's like, oh, I'm just an average IQ guy when he literally went to college and still didn't read. Like, at that point, that's your fault. Like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he was just being whack all around. Embarrassing. Yeah. Ugh. Um, a lot of music came out. Uh, you guys wrote down some names. I will – we can do a rapid-fire thoughts if you have any on these people chloe x hallie i've actually never said their names in person is haley or hallie so hallie mm-hmm. Allie. yeah i love the new album good. really good so good i love it really really good big fan <laughs> i heard one song it was pretty fun yeah reminded me of another artist i enjoy uh charlie <laughs> xcx <laughs> Charlie XCX? Charlie XCX. I like the new album. Ah, ah, forever. So good. That's good. Yeah, I like I like the album she dropped last year a little bit more, but I think this one's really good too. Mm. Claus goes. Freddie Gibbs slash Alchemist. Ka combo. Slaps. Yeah. Alchemist Ke- snap. Mm. Kel Chris. I love that album so much. Mm. Yeah, it's very good. 
Perfume Genius. I love that album too. Would if you don't listen to Perfume Genius, I would highly recommend this album. It's so good. I've I've not listened. I will give it a listen then. Uh, Arca, have you guys listened to that one? I haven't yet, but that's well, next on my list. I've heard the singles; they're pretty good. Some of them. I listened I like to that. I was like, "What am I listening to?" I like it. I like the one with Rosalia a lot. Arca some next level stuff all the time. Love it. Yeah. Run the jewels. I listened to that one. I thought it was pretty good. Hey, what is Ka? Ka is a rapper hey. who drops. He's like underground. He his whole thing. He he makes. He raps without drums. None of his music has drums. They're just instrumentals. Whoa. And like that's his like trait. Like, like that's like his style, I guess. Um, and he dropped a new album, and it's pretty good. It's like up to par with everything else he's done. It's not my favorite of his, but yeah. That's pretty fun. Um, oh, anonymous skunk is in my way. Carly Rae Jepsen. I like okay. si- dedicated side B. Side mm. B is good. She does. She's not. I think she's been consistent. I don't think she's like since emotion. I've never disliked. I think they've all been on par with each other. Mm. Oh, was someone saying something? I was just gonna say, stand her from day one. We'll never stop. <laughs> I feel like people were unnecessarily harsh when Dedicated came out, just because. I mean, I really liked it, and I thought it had multiple bangers, and a lot of people were saying. The only like worthwhile track on it was "Want You in My Room," which honestly wasn't even in my top three on the first listen. But yes. like, you can't just follow up like anything after "Emotion" and "Emotion Side B." Would just be it's just like you can't. It, she achieved kind of perfection with it, and it yeah. would be really, really difficult to top it without I don't know some like ethereal zone that can only be accessed. I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know. Yeah, no, I think it's good. And Side B was good. And yeah, honestly, I haven't listened to any music except for Netflix and Deal. That's the only album I just <laughs> yeah, listen to it every day. So <laughs> I find O3 Greedo's voice just so calming. So I just listen to the same album <laughs> over and over again. Disco shit. I... I listen to Soul Food probably multiple times a day. Just. Hmm. and motivation by normani and that's it (laughs) what happened to her where's all her new music did you see that thread that was just on twitter today people brought it up again where she was like she tweeted in like 2018 she was like finally got a name for my album (laughs) and then so no no Um, some other stuff came out. Uh, two knowledge EPs. They're very good. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that one. I heard one of them. They were cool. Yeah, and also Mike album was very good. Weight of the world. Oh, they Mike. Yeah. I didn't even know about this. I gotta listen. Yeah, it's hella good. Tony Hawk's brother, Mike. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my yeah. gosh. Oh my! I'm so glad I didn't say his name. I was like, my, yeah, my yeah, brain shut my lips instantly as they opened. Rook, it's insane that like you thought of that so quickly. 
That was scary. Hazardous. You know, a college degree. Like, I hadn't caught it until I like half finished saying hawk. <laughs> <laughs> this is what graduating from college does to you. How does it feel to be graduated? This is what to... graduating summa cum laude Who's, does. Who graduated? Like... Malia and Farouk. Me. I did. I'm done. And, and Max. I mean, I don't know how you two feel, but all of a sudden there is just this um, super expansive, never-ending horizon um. of opportunities <laughs> that are available to me now that were that actually were not before. Um, really? So yeah, it's just been really overwhelming just combing through all of the uh, opportunities. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Job I will not stop not. hitting my phone. It's no, crazy. I'm not even yeah. applying to them. People uh, are messaging me on LinkedIn every day. I don't even <laughs> oh have LinkedIn, gosh. but they're finding me. They're like, we want your pussy so bad. <laughs> yeah. Like, they're oh. like, you know what? Your completely mid-level GPA is just <laughs> is just irritating. Do, do people actually <laughs> look at your GPA? I don't know what my Tell GPA is. No Tell them stop. I don't look at my <laughs> grades. Not. <laughs> I haven't looked at my grades in over a year, so I don't actually know what my I GPA hope no is. one heard that. <laughs> what? Is what? <laughs> Sorry, my grades. Um, what did you say? You're going to be I, in some trouble. I was singing <laughs> Marvin's Room lyrics. Um. Yeah, but what was the whole process like? You guys e-graduated. Yeah. Or are about yeah. to. Wait, so okay, Daniel, are y'all still in school? Yes. Um, in for like okay. another year because I just okay. took another year with my degree. Okay, got gotcha. you. I was just wondering. Um, it worked out in my favor because, like, okay, first of all, they never explain to you how to properly graduate. They're just like, oh, you have to apply. Like, suddenly I get an email the day before, <laughs> you know, it's due. You have to apply to graduate. I didn't fucking know that. I didn't have to apply to graduate in high school. Yeah, that's weird. Nobody explains that. Mm-hmm. So I applied to graduate. And then I did nothing else. And this was all before quarantine. So like, I didn't buy a cap and gown. I didn't apply for commencement. I didn't know you had to do any of that shit. (laughs) And then quarantine happened. So we had an e-graduation. So then it was like, oh, thank God. Like, what a relief. I didn't have, because I didn't do any of the other stuff I was supposed to do. My parents would have been so mad if like (laughs) there was an actual commencement and like, I forgot to do anything else (laughs) other than make sure I get my degree or whatever which I barely knew how to do. Um, right. But yeah, basically mine was a, like a pre-recorded like live, like it went live on YouTube. It was like a two hour video, YouTube video that premiered at like noon on a Saturday. And it just like, they had like all the people like record from their homes, like congratulations, you did it. And then like, there's just a slideshow and you could submit a photo and a, like a short thing to say on your slide. Um, and then yeah, they just say your name, and then they move on in the slideshow, and then you're done. How did it feel? I was like, cool. My roommates like, <laughs> we like watched it together, and we like, like pretended like we were. It was like a little party. We had a cake and stuff, so it was cute. Um, also, my school, one of the alumni is Joe Keery from Stranger Things, so he spoke. So I was <laughs> like, that's funny. Um, Which one is that? He's the uh, older brother guy, mm-hmm. Steve. Is the guy that Steve? looks like someone else. He looks like another famous person. Is his name Bill Hader? 
He was or, like an antagonist yeah, like in the yeah, first exactly. season, and then he was a good guy in the next season. Like I thought he was not cool, and then the second season he's actually yeah. So Steve Harrington from Stranger Things went to my college, so he spoke and he was like, "Hey guys, congrats! I remember when I graduated." I forget what else he said. Um, they should have Jabuki speak, even though I know. Even he though he never finished. He's still. He counts. The, the oh my god. most important alumni. Really he was a film major too, as well. So that would have been exactly. fun. Exactly. Um, yeah, so... a little Sasquatch should have given a speech, actually. <laughs> he hasn't. God. Oh, you know shit. how often I have to hear about little Sasquatch on my campus? God. That's it is so funny. funny. There's some Twitter heads from Chicago. Yeah. And I'm up next. <laughs> you are. There. That's what, I, that's what I'm doing with my degree. I graduated summa cum laude so I could be another Twitter person. <laughs> That's what I did. Uh, LA, my graduation happened. I had two ceremonies. First one was my like program ceremony, and the second one, Sean King spoke at. So that's how. That's Ooh, how my... I see oh, snowboarder spectacular. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. So yeah, love my school. Wow. <laughs> Shout out. Program ceremony went really well though. Had like band come. It was nice. That's cool. Wait, did he go to or your school? He went my Zoom call. I don't, I don't, I don't think he went to my school. Like it was so random. <laughs> okay, so there, you know how there's like a Twitch chat sometimes. Okay, so my school had it set up where we had the like pre-recorded video or whatever, and then besides that, there's like a scrolling like Twitch chat kind of, kind of setup that so, everyone could see. Yeah. <laughs> Second, Sean King comes on. Twitch chat like it crashes. I was like, Sean King, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> no one can spend things for like another 10 minutes in the chat. It's it's going crazy. Yep. Yeah. That's wow. funny. Okay. Yeah. You guys make e-graduating sound fun. I thought it was going to be like stressful and lame and I, underwhelming. Honestly, I prefer it. I yeah. feel like knowing my sensibilities, I prefer it to an in-person. I don't want to sit there for fucking hours can't do anything else Think about how long you have to sit there and wait for people to for read what them. like in the gown in the sun yeah, yeah in summer. i get to, i got to sit in the comfort of my own home i could put the fucking video on times two speed if i wanted like <laughs> fucking great did they actually on in the video did they actually say everybody's name or yeah just they like... had but like for me yeah because they like they had you submit a voice recording of you pronouncing your own name like weeks earlier that's smart because i'm not looking it. forward to yeah. someone just saying my name wrong yeah I'm and then they Milea. recorded that hmm? I, was, I was saying your name wrong I, yeah I no it'd be like melee i get that a lot just, super just, smash bros yeah <laughs> yeah yeah um, that- Pretty cool graduating online i think it's better mm. than in person now i'm just waiting for my degree i did are they mailing that shit to you yeah they're gonna mail it to me huh that doesn't it's the same as normal i guess yeah the, the thing that they give you on the stage is not real i mean yeah. it's just like a it's not real i didn't graduate i didn't even go to school um okay couple of things I want to touch on. We've been going for an hour-ish, but we have a couple topics that we wrote down. Um, I don't remember if I wrote this down or someone else did. No air conditioning. <laughs> Please, God help me. So if it's you, if you don't have it, then that was you. Holy fuck. Um, 
I have a fan beside me. Might be in the recording. But it's hot. It is hot. The reporting from Toronto. (laughs) I'm in a blanket right now. Blanky mode. What the? He will never go. He will never go blanky mode. (laughs) Um, I need to get air conditioning. Uh, next, someone wrote down unpopular anime opinions. Who wrote this one? I did. Does anyone have a hot take they wanted to say? Oh, is this because of what I said about Hunter x Hunter? Is that why? No, I just saw everyone on the oh, time. God. Yeah, you did say some shit about everyone. What did you say? <laughs> oh, I remember. I said it was unwatchable until they get next, and I stand by it. <laughs> Unwatchable. Men? Men. It's, it's like the power. Well, he's not going to know anything. Let's explain all of Nen. No, we're not doing that. We're not going to go on. All the different guy. forms of Nen. <laughs> I think I'm a transmuter personally, but my friends think I'm a transmuter. So then, so then Gon says, wait, you know who Gon is, right? He's a. <laughs> you know, he's a kid you know who can use for Gonzama. <laughs> wow. Um, I don't think I have any anime hot takes. I don't care enough. I'm just like, oh, this show's good. Oh, I don't like this show. Really. I'm trying to think if I had it, because I remember that was a trend on the timeline. You're yeah, right that's the only reason I wrote it. But My hot take, Attack on Titan sucks. That's not even a hot take. Period. You're valid. Yeah. Period. <laughs> fuck that show. Sleepy yeah. mode. I... Ash as fuck. <laughs> yeah which is weird i think farouk and i were talking about that article a little earlier but yeah weird that that they <laughs> included all of that in that show um and i was just there singing the theme song like let's go <laughs> okay what's everybody's favorite anime <laughs> opening closer where are you, dude? Max's I want you to know how much that hurt all of us. Don't you through, baby? Malia? Um, I think it would have to be like. Who's that girl? It's yes. Jess. It's Jess. New girl. Very good anime. Number one. I thought you were going to do the Sex in the City jazz intro with your mouth. Very nice. I was listening to a song that sounded like that the other day, but it didn't continue the, with the melody it's so funny because there's an episode where she dates this jazz musician with insane adhd um and she talks about how she hates jazz music and she's just pretending to like him and i'm like the theme song of the show is jazz music and all the like in between music between scenes is all jazz and i'm like why would they pick that and then make a central character point be that she hates jazz yeah it's just such a self-hating show. Hating jazz. Like, why would you do that? Hating jazz. Oh, my gosh. Um, okay. That's exactly the way I am with anime. <laughs> I hate anime, guys. Uh-huh. 
<laughs> um. Okay. Also, quickly for the anime one, that my favorite intro probably got to be Bleach. Uh. uh Asterix. Yep. That's... Got the feeling. Tell me. Wait, it took me so long to figure out what you were doing. That fantastic. Um. Okay. Uh, before we wrap up, the world has been absolutely horrible. Uh, there's been a lot. I mean, do we want to? I guess we've been kind of late on this because. Also, we've been busy, but yeah, we, just, we needed to take a second to actually acknowledge everything that's going on, even though we talk about some bullshit on this podcast. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's there's been a lot of injustices and uh, viruses outside. Uh, it's not fun. Does anyone, someone wrote down here about local organizations. Does anyone have a couple uh, to share? I wrote that down because I was, um, like when we were doing this planning doc, uh, like more people were talking about like local organizations because like that was just like the discourse at the time and mm -hmm. i mean it is now but it's like to a lesser extent um mm -hmm. uh i was thinking about um because like some friends work um some of my friends in the city work at um like road and gray um it's uh, yes, like sure. a local uh streetwear um uh, like uh, uh boutique or whatever and um they've been really proactive about plugging um different black organizations and um just a lot of really good stuff in, in support of all the black lives matter protests um around the world mm -hmm. and um i know max you were involved in designing a sticker was it yes sir. Um, yeah yeah um and all of the sales for um like they made a bunch of different merchandise there was like posters there were t-shirts and stickers and 100 percent of the proceeds from those went to different organizations based on what the artist wanted mm. and there was one cause that I thought was like really important uh, in Vancouver. Um, we don't talk about enough, the, like the fact that we used to have like a huge black population up here. Um, there's, um, and there was like this one neighborhood um, on the edge of downtown named Hogan's Alley that was paved over by the city um, to create like um, like a a viaduct uh, into downtown, um, and. Like the viaduct also served to cut Chinatown off from the rest of the main city, um, so it was just like a bunch of different like ways that it was racist bullshit. And uh, in honor of Hogan's Alley um, in Vancouver, um, there's a society that popped up, and they've been doing a lot of good work um, supporting Black folks in Vancouver, and that really inspired me. Uh, I wanted to shout them out on here because I do think that they're doing great work. And um, growing up in Vancouver, again, like. We didn't talk about this in elementary school. We like touched on it once in high school, and it sucks shit, you know, mm -hmm. um, that we don't acknowledge that like we have black people here. There have always been black people here, and that they've always been like mistreated. Uh, even though in that neighborhood, um, I've heard. I think it was because like, I was watching this documentary. Um, because Vancouver was at the and like the terminus station of the Canadian Pacific Railway, a bunch of entertainers um, blew up here because when you're off the train or whatever, um, you pro you probably just want to like relax or whatever. Um, so you're gonna go to like a jazz club or you're gonna go to um, like see like a comedy show or whatever. And a lot of those artists that ended up building careers here in the entertainment industry were like black folks. And also porters on the train 
um, were typically black, uh, and they would also just live here because it was a terminus station. So, um, all of this to say that Hogan's Alley Society has been doing great work, and they, they're carrying on the legacy of a community that was stomped out way too soon, and not that they should have ever been stomped out, but it was just like, it's just so, it's disappointing, and I wanted to shout them out. That's wild. I did not know there were black people like that in Vancouver. Like, I didn't know that was a whole community that got fucked up through structures, it's too. It's so like, evil. Hearing you say that, that was fucked up. But good for them for keeping the memory alive and, like, doing stuff with the community actively. Because um, people are still there. Um, Toronto, I guess I just want to talk about... There was a motion by Josh Matlow to defund the police by 10% here. And it didn't go through. I don't even know how. Defeated. And oh the motion set forth by... The mayor, John Tory, was approved 13 to 11 to He's add body cameras to uh, our police officers, which wouldn't, which not only wouldn't defund the police, but would actually increase the raise the budget, funding, yeah. which is exactly what everyone doesn't want, or at least not, at least a lot of very vocal members of the city have made it clear that that's not the direction that we want to go in but mm -hmm. it was quite disappointing but also reality check uh just to be like oh, okay this, this city's still backwards let's uh we got a lot of work to do so um i don't know it was good to see people getting organized but i think it's going to be a longer battle it's just so twisted to me that like People in Canadian government can just, like, defund <laughs> so much art shit all the time. Like, it's literally all the time, uh, especially Ford. Um, but then, like, a, a request like this just simply gets slapped down. It's uh, pretty unpoggers, as gamers would say. So, yeah, everyone everyone, check out what you can do in your city to make it a better place to live in. Um, but I will, we will... Oh, what's up? Wait, I just want to say one last thing about, like defunding and abolition there's a really good resource called defund12.org if you're in the states you can like uh choose the state that you live in and uh or any state really click on any of the links that uh they provide and uh they <clears throat> they draft out a letter to the city council or assembly members or mayors or anyone that you may like need to get in touch with so yeah just like yeah be sending harassing like you yeah know, or, you know, government officials get change done. Yeah. Yeah, it can feel tiring, but uh, we'll get through it. We'll we'll make some shit happen. I actually think that, I don't know, stuff has changed so rapidly recently that I'm like, okay, real change is possible. And stuff, I guess like being trapped inside, stuff has changed and everyone's had to adapt. But I'm like, damn, the world is qu quite different. Um, it can get even more different in a better way. Um, and it's got to be more than, like, the dude playing Cleveland, the white dude playing Cleveland coming <laughs> down. Jesus it's Christ. Gotta be more than that. Cleveland yeah. Brown! Oh, my God. <laughs> that video is great. He said, rip Cleveland Brown, like the character died, and he's heartbroken. He did. He did. Yeah. Wait, did they kill him off in the show? No. No. 
I saw all of those stupid show announcements in one day. It's like they all realized how dumb it was <laughs> in one day. I'm like, no, you're just daft. You don't even care. You're just scared to get canceled right now. Like, that's just what it feels like. It's so frustrating because they're both drawing attention towards things that no one really cared about. Like, right? Like, why do we care about an episode of Golden Girls that aired in 1988? And <laughs> yeah. that it, it's so you're drawing attention towards issues that barely scratch the surface of like the real systemic problems and. You're drawing, and so, and you're drawing attention away from those problems. So it's like you just—it's just creating noise that that distracts people from important issues, and it's frustrating because it gets so much traction because these are the sort of easy fixes that people wish could happen. Like it could just be as simple as taking a couple shows off the air or posting a black square. Like these issues can be solved, but what's happening is that like you know votes like toronto's the city councils yesterday and others it's just revealing these really really deep-rooted systemic problems that can't be solved in a day that will take a really sustained effort and it's i it is you know emotionally exhausting but you need like you need to commit to it and yeah i don't feel awkward being the one talking <laughs> Spit those facts. That's yeah, all there. You're right. That's the thing. I was playing Final Fantasy VII, <laughs> and this floating man came up to me, and uh, he was like, "Cloud, why are you trying to fight? Why are you trying to fight? You can't win this." And Cloud's like, "Well, if I'm not gonna win, why not even just try? Why not just try? And uh, right. even if the others stack against you, gamers, we got this." <laughs> Um, we definitely have this. Uh, I'm one. I'm one of your hosts, Funke. You can find me on Twitter at FunkeFly. You can find this whole uh, pod and everything we do uh, on Twitter at Pugzine and online at Pugmag. And yeah, we we on that grind. You can check us out. Uh, everyone else, what are your ads on Twitter, Daniel? Uh, <laughs> Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, what was that? Sorry, I was clearing my throat while you said that. <laughs> W-N-I-E-L. No. How do you... I don't get it. Yeah. I don't get it. How would that How that sound? Yeah, how does that sound? Find me at Lynn underscore Manuel. I'm never going to crystal at ever again. On God. Lynn Manuel. You know what's crazy is... That actually sounds close to the pronunciation. Yeah. I think that's why I'm sticking with it now. Lin Nguyenio. Um, Farouk, what is you your... You can find me on Twitter at FarouqKanouk underscore F-A-R-O-U-K-K-A-N-N-O-U-K underscore. Nice. Max? Uh, at Benetite. You know it. Malia? I'm still Mrs. Kenny Beats for now. <laughs> Wait, it sounds like he did Haven't something bad. What happened? <laughs> I don't know. I just... We haven't been talking much lately. But I'm really proud of... He's I'm proud of all the work that he's been doing. You know? Yeah. He's doing a lot. He's, he's raising doing, a lot he's of money. He's doing a lot. He sent uh, that 
that DJ equipment to that little kid that was singing yeah. to a, his iPhone. I was so nice his that. That's, that was great. Yeah. Um, you have a good husband, Malia. Yeah. yeah. Good choice. The distance is hard, but, you know, we're making it work. Yeah, for sure. Um. So, wait, have you just not been tweeting at him? Is that- uh, yeah, I haven't tweeted at him in a long time. I actually, I don't know. I feel like it's, having that as my username is, like, a, a bit forward. Also, did I tell you the story about uh, I made a joke to this guy that I was seeing that if he ever told me that he made beats i would just stop talking to him <laughs> and wow. um and then i changed my handle to mrs kenny beats and he was like you literally just changed like you're saying that you're married to someone who makes beats for a living like how can you have this double standard and i was like i am perfect and can never be wrong <laughs> um yeah i'm so glad i'm the reason that argument started yeah yes Farouk fully validated it for me. I was but... like, I was like, you gotta change it to Mrs. Kenny Beats. It's all my fault. <laughs> yeah, it's good. But honestly, if that's what it took to uh, weed this guy out, it's fine with me. Real ones. It's it's his fault for not being six seven. Honestly, <laughs> that guy's a giant. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, thank you for listening, gamers. Uh, we will see you. As always, stay safe, stay fresh. Uh, later, gamers. Jesus. Did you say Jesus? Jesus. 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 Jesus.